The MLB snubbed Barry Bonds today for the Hall of Fame for the 10th and final time. Who is the Red Wings' biggest Hall of Fame snub? And then, of course, preview in Chicago. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We're your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Find us on Twitter at BrianFisher971 and at Bentley Scotty. Scotty's also host at Locked On Tigers. And thanks for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Subscriber count, 156. Got another six subscribers. Keeps climbing, baby. Keeps climbing. Keeps climbing. Stairway. Stairway to heaven. Um. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that one, Scotty. Anyways. <laughs> Slick with it. Slick with it. The MLB today announced the Hall of Fame, Fame inductees, or inductee, rather. Oh, did they? As it, on the his first ever ballot, David Ortiz made it in, while Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, and who's the third guy I'm missing here? I, um, there, there's quite a few. There's quite a few. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. Um, That's is, the guy I was thinking Is about. another one. Um Kurt Schilling, but he has a lot of other off-the-field stuff, not steroids-related, that's kept him out. Um, but yeah, Clemens and um, and Bonds are the are honestly the two the two big ones for sure. Yeah, because they were on their tenth and final year of eligibility to get in the Hall of Fame. Correct. Correct. And so they've become become kind of the scapegoats and black sheep because of the whole steroid. Um, epidemic that swept through the MLB in those years, the steroid era. Meanwhile, David Ortiz on his first ballot, who did have a, you know, did flirt with steroids there, right? If I do recall correctly, earlier. In so, his uh, so, so Ortiz never, uh, n- never, never got popped for for a positive test. Um, but it is uh, widely believed that early on in his career, not his whole career, but early on in his career, he did. Um, it, that it, it was it, it's likely that uh that he did and that's again all allegedly and all that uh but barry bonds never tested positive for a test his whole career either so yeah and so it became kind of the scapegoat for that and you're probably wondering at this point how does this you know wrap all the way back to the red wings where does this the red wings come into all this don't get got- me hot <laughs> let me tell you let me let me let me tell you what's up do not get me hot because boy howdy don't get me hot. I'll be I'm riding a horse named Friday. All episode. I want to get you hot. I want to get you hot. Don't. <laughs> this is going to turn into a baseball show right quick. Don't <laughs> get me hot. Don't get me hot. Um, so it got me thinking of who is the Red Wings' biggest Hall of Fame snubs. And the obvious answer here, Scotty, in my opinion, has got to be longtime goaltender for the Detroit Red Wings. On again, off again, goaltender for the Detroit Red Wings, Chris Osgood. I think we're both in the same camp in that one. But I think it's high time that the NHL recognizes Chris Osgood as a Hall of Fame caliber goaltender. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The the you, you kind of touched on it. I don't know how it came up, but you kind of touched on it last it week. Did. We were talking um, about Ken Holland. Oh, that it was the Ken Holland episode. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, and it's kind of ridiculous. It's not kind of ridiculous. It's flat out ridiculous that he gets 
in, in some circles like dinged for playing on fantastic teams and playing with like you know the greatest defender of all time in front of them and stuff like people 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 talk a lot people, yeah. people people got a lot to say and uh and and no i mean i mean i i think it's ridiculous that he's not in and i think it's it's absurd to to ding him and put him playing on a fantastic team somehow that's pinned against him as if a he had anything to do with it and b as if that somehow negates his fantastic career which it absolutely does not and and should not um but i i'm there look man you you want to line up just like numbers to numbers he he should be in there there's goalies in there with with worse stats there's uh, and and nobody in there has bad stats. This isn't a slam piece on those other people. This is a slam piece on the fact that he's not in the hall. Yeah, and so exactly the things you said, like it, it's ridiculous that he is getting um, dinged for the fact that he played on really good hockey teams because then it's you're acting like none of these other Hall of Fame goaltenders ever played for really good hockey te- teams throughout their career. And when you took Chris Osgood off of the – off of the Red Wings, he still had impressive seasons outside. He had a 9-10 save percentage in a season with the Islanders, and he had a 9-10 save percentage in a season with the St. Louis Blues. He had bad years too, but all throughout his career, it got him to a career save percentage of 905 and a goals against average of 249. So he was an excellent goaltender his entire career. Was he an elite all-time great like Dominic Hasek who had a career save percentage of 922? No, he wasn't. But he was comparable to guys like Ed Belfour, who's in the Hockey Hall of Fame, with a save percentage of 906, just one one-thousandth more percentile point. He, and mind you, Ed Belfour had his uh, goals against average of not 250, where Chris Osgood had goals against average of 249. Their stats are highly comparable. Chris Osgood also got that important, all-important benchmark of 400 wins at 401 wins in the NHL. When you're a goaltender, that's one of the benchmarks you get. So... His, he's also comparable to um, uh, Patrick Waugh in a lot of ways. Patrick Waugh had a save percentage of 910, so five points higher. Well, he had a goals against average of 254. And, and yes, admittedly, in a lot of situations, Patrick Waugh is what made his teams good. But he also played behind some really good hockey teams, too. Those Colorado teams were stacked from top to bottom. You're not dinging Patrick Waugh for playing for the Colorado Who Avalanche. won the fight? Yeah. <laughs> who won the fight? Let, let's talk about it. Who, who won the fight, though? We know Chris Osgood won the fight. Come on now. Let's go. No, but my point being here is like, why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? It's a, it's ludicrous to invalidate all the success he had throughout his career because he played behind Nick Lidstrom and Chris Chelios and Vladimir Konstantinov, guys like that. I mean, yeah, he played behind some great teams, but so did every Hall of Fame goaltender. I mean, his stats speak it's for themselves. Dog. It, it's stupid. Like let let's call it what it is it's dumb. Yes, it's it's flat out dumb, and and no other position in hockey is that a thing. Well, that, that's the, if if you're a if you're a forward, and you're on a Hall of Fame ballot, and they're like, oh, should he get in? Nobody's like, oh, well, they, no, you're you're what made the team great. If you're a forward, you're what made the team great. If you if you if you're a defender, and you're bagging Norris's, but no, no. when you're a goalie. Then it becomes, oh, let's take a look at what's in, in front of him and what hand he was dealt. That, that's, that's out of pocket. That's ridiculous. Well, and it just drives me nuts, too, because I'll even hear Red Wings fans being like, yeah, he was really good, but he wasn't like 
a great goaltender. Look, I, I hear from our own fan base, and it's like, dude, his stats speak for himself. Like, the save percentage. So the save percentage, guys, is about how many saves a goaltender made based on the shots that he faced. So if your goaltender is an above 900, a 900 save percentage, that means he's making 90% of the shots he is facing. That means that the defense let those shots through. So that means when Nick Lidstrom is on the ice, he was still facing shots. Goals against average, you can make an argument to be made that it can be skewed based on the team that you play behind. But save percentage is purely a stat based on how many saves a goaltender makes on the shots that he has faced. Yeah. It speaks for itself. 905. Ed Belfour, 906. He is at the caliber of it, a Hall of Fame goaltender. Another big argument that people make, oh, the NHL Hall of Fame is not the Hall of Fame. It's the Hall of Very Good. Well, listen, guys, you can't change the past. If you're going to put other guys in the Hall of Fame for being very good, Chris Osgood was very good. Like, right. I'm sorry. It, hey, man, hey. If, you can't uh, start gatekeeping now. Right. Yeah, what, what are we going to change it now? Oh, it's the Hall of Very Good. Okay, well, Osgood was pretty damn good. So yeah. let let's we we ain't changing now. We're in too deep. So so you, oh, it's the Hall of Very Good. What? Okay, it is. But we we'll be honest. We're we're we're, uh, we're honest people. We'll, we'll we'll be straight about it. Yeah, sure. It's the Hall of Very Good. Chris Osgood was very very good. So yeah, that that can be true. And if it is true, then let him in. It's the same thing with the NBA, man. People are like oh, they just let anyone in the NBA. It's it's the it's the Hall of Very Good too. Who? Okay, that that doesn't take that doesn't take the the player has no control over the Hall of Fame credentials. They are what they are. So let them in. It's just the benchmark for the Hall of Fame is not Hasek and Marty. That that's not you know what I mean? if that was the yeah. benchmark, there'd be two goalies in the Hall of Fame, and there's there's not. There's quite a bit more. So let let's let's grow up. Let's grow up. You're spot on, man. You're hundred percent spot on. I'm always on. spot on, baby. Okay, well, I, don't know. I come to work. <laughs> well, if you're working, Scotty, I recommend you eat a built bar to give you the energy that you need I to also get through your day. That. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include a built bar in your plan. Built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. And you know what? You know what I got right here, Scotty? Oh, is he doing it? What Salty flavor you rock? Salt caramel. Nice. Right so that was uh, that was our uh, our old hosts' favorite flavor as well. Nolan. Nolan used to Nolan used to rock hard with the with the salted caramel. Let me tell you. I just got done playing a hockey game. One one nothing by the way. Nice shutout. For the oh, oh no, nice yeah. shutout by and and you're on D. I was on That's D. A good feel. I was on there for the only goal too. You uh, you rough but, anybody up? You know, you know what? No, it was a clean game. It was a really good hockey between two teams. Yeah, you know why? Because they're afraid of you. You know why? Because <laughs> you got built bars in there. They know that. They hurt. But I tell you guys, they after this hockey game, I was really hungry, and I was really craving something. Built bar, baby. I saw it in the cupboard. I was like, post-game snack. Give me the energy back. I need to talk 20 minutes with Scotty because, trust me, that's draining. Oh, you don't got to – you can talk to a, any person – any person that knows me knows that's true. You better yeah, you better you. come prepped and, and ready, man. The covered in 100% real chocolate part is what sells this, baby. Like, yeah, big time. You know, it's low in calories, about 130. It's got like 15 grams of protein. I got the read in front of me. Let me make sure I got the 
It's got 17 grams of protein with four net carbs and four grams of sugar. But you know what? With only four grams of sugar, it sure as hell tastes like it has a lot more like that. It tastes yeah, so man. good. Yeah, so you don't you don't gotta like come home from real. those from those tough games and and you know slam a candy bar anymore. You just get those. It tastes like it, but it really does. Now now you got good fuel, not bad fuel. I I don't have G fuel, that's for sure. I got Bill Bar. Bill Bar. And so if you guys need that quick pick me up after a hard fought men's league hockey game where you won one nothing, very specific barn burn. Um, <laughs> make sure you go to built.com, use promo code locked 15, get 15% off at built.com. I'm telling you guys, built.com. Built.com.com. Oh, I want to finish this. I'm sure everyone's loving me. Showing into the microphone right now. <laughs> High quality podcasting right here. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, baby. But. We've said our piece about Chris Osgood. But uh, you, hey, we, we you steered away from baseball. That was smart. I I, I saw you. I saw the motors start turning on. Yeah, like, okay, you saw gotta... you saw me sit up a little bit. <laughs> Take yeah, a hard left. Uh, I'm telling you, man. I, I would have gone off the rails. It's a really good thing I host a baseball show too. Let me tell you, because we I was hot today, and I still am. So. That was, that was so smart on you. Smart on you to well, uh, to steer clear of that. Let me steal, steer further away. Red Wings play the Blackhawks uh, tonight. The first game since their 4-1 yeah. to one loss on Saturday to the uh, Predators. But they are back home. You know what I'm really happy about? I'm really happy that we don't have to watch these games on NBC anymore and watch them just basic, it basically be a Blackhawks uh, broadcast. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy that that's not a thing anymore because we 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 played them last year and it was ridiculous, like eight times too because they're in the same division and there was those yeah, weird. It was whenever it was on NBC because you know they, they all the original six whatever and, the, and they always put they always put that game on national TV no matter how bad we are and I mean my goodness man uh, it, it's it was literally a Blackhawks broadcast they that it, it was I oh I'm so happy that that's gone and I'm sorry that that I. That I reminded everyone of how asinine those were uh, last year, but I'm, I'm glad that that's no longer a thing. Yeah, and you know what? And it's going to be on TNT tonight too. And TNT's broadcast with Wayne Gretzky have actually been really freaking good. The yep. ESPN broadcasts, not so much, but the TNT ones have been actually really fun. No, the TNT ones have been TNT does it right, man. They, I mean, they got the the inside the NBA is probably the most successful. Uh, show of like that genre in all of sports because and, they make it more than the game right and, and they bring on like big personalities that played the sport and and they literally got the goat <laughs> so you know what i mean so that like they literally got got weight so it's like all right um but no i mean like and they still have like chuck and and shack and stuff on there for and like, that's the best part the intermissions and, and wayne's trying to explain hockey to them and they're like oh yeah <laughs> and like they, they got gretzky shooting on like chuck and as a goalie and stuff like it's it, it but the, they have good analysis too like it, it, they they run a they run such a good ship there man they really do so yeah. it'll, it'll hopefully it'll be a, a a competitive game and and hopefully that turns into a pretty fun broadcast as well yeah, well, because it's original, it is an original six matchup, which is why it's a nationally televised game. But the Blackhawks mm-hmm. are not good this year. Um, they had I lo- a- say that again. 
They are not good this year. They're bad. Who, who isn't good? Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, that's music to my ears, man. There's so many reasons oh, why that's I, I love thing. hearing that sentence. I love hearing that sentence. They're at, they were at the center of a of man. A if if you just if you just said that sentence for 30 straight minutes, I I'd listen. I'd the listen. Chicago all day. Blackhawks suck this year. The Chicago Blackhawks suck this year. The Chicago. Let's Blackhawks go, baby. That's what year. I'm saying. Like I I'd rock that. I'd rock that all day. <laughs> yeah, they're seventh in the Central Division. Um, they went all in. They thought they were um, ahead of their rebuild. This, Hilarious. Um, because they had Pew Seager, who had a surprisingly good se- season. Jonathan Taze was out last year. Pew Seager had to play one seed the bulk of that season last year. Had a pretty good year. They didn't re-up him, so the Red Wings poached him after he was a rookie. And um, Kubelik had a really good season last year and has regressed this season. Really, the only players who have been performing well for the Blackhawks this season are Patrick Kane and Alex Debrinket. Patrick Kane being Patrick Kane at 36 points in 38 games. Uh, How old is he with, now? He, that's a good question off the top of my head. Let me pull up his. Sorry. I, 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 You're good. He's 33 I years old. So, you know, he's on, he's starting to be on the tail end of his prime. Because we, we did a crossover with Bushman, Nolan and I did in the off season. And we were like, yo, at what point do you start asking the tough question of like, if we go into a full rebuild, you know, you sell off is, is, is Kane is you know is, is Kane somebody you sell and um I so 33 that's that's well, right Kane, that's a that's a tweener man like he's yeah. still producing and like that that's right in between of like you could tear down all around him and you could and and like he wouldn't be good enough to where he'd like ruin a a, a tank job and you could build him back up, and he'd be like, what, like 36, 37, 38 yeah. by the time you were and like good And if he ages again. well, he could still be pretty good at that age. Like Zetterberg right. and Datsuk were still pretty good at their age. Damn right. Um, Daniel Alfredson in the one year we had, we didn't mention him, but he was another guy we think should yeah, be Yeah, he was another, another snub, yeah. Um, one one don't time Red Wing. Don't get me hot, Brian. You better don't stay on me, topic. Don't, don't get, get me hot. Me, staying on topic. But yeah, the, the Blackhawks, Jonathan Taze has regressed a lot too. You know, he didn't play last season, so you got to give him a little bit of a break. But, you know, he's only got 18 points in 42 games. Um, they they bought, they went all in this past offseason, traded for Marc-Andre Fleury, fresh off of Vesna. Uh, they bought or they signed and extended Seth Jones, who immediately everyone was like, are you high? Like his value <laughs> has been tanking the last couple of years. He had one really, really good season with Columbus. And he's he's a good defenseman. But the money they signed him to for the length that they did and the trajectory that he is on is not going to look really good. And you know what? He's actually producing at a pretty decent clip for the Blackhawks this season, despite though being a minus 16, which again speaks more about the team as a whole. But, you know, he your best defenseman is an offensive defenseman. He's not right. providing a lot of defense out there. They don't have a defense, and that's where the core of their issue is. They thought their rebuild right. was ahead of schedule. They, they were trying to pull the Red Wings rebuilding on the fly. They bought all in. They slapped themselves against the salary cap. They're struggling, and then Stan Bowman, all the controversy, has to step down. So they're a team that thought they were ready for the next step after just retooling, and now they're suffering this season under the weight of really heavy contracts and a regression from Kubelik. It, they're just the only their best thing they got going for them is the fact that Mark Andre Fleury is still Mark Andre Fleury because he has been standing on his head all season long. I think his save percentage is uh, nine fifteen this season, nine thirteen. He's been great, 
But outside of him and uh, Kane, this team has no depth. They're, they are the Red Wings, but going in the opposite direction. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, man. It, it's been a, it, it's been a, a heck of a, a, a year for that organization. And um, it's, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, we, we talked about it on the Iser Plan show. What did we do two weeks ago? Where we talked about, like, the the uh the timing of everything and if the timing of 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 all the stuff Eisman was doing was right or if the timing of of everything he's doing was was on pace with with being competitive again right competitive again i don't know why i said competitive i don't know what i said i don't think you said it weird i think you're you're being weird to yourself that happens a lot man that's okay. what i love honest. about you. That, that, happens, that happens way more than i care to admit but Scotty, you're beautiful but i appreciate you the the thing is like we, we talk about how important the timing is with all that. And they jumped the gun way too quickly. And, there, you know, there's some people out there that, that say they did it to, to try and distract people from all the, the off-the-ice stuff that's going on, which is horrible. And try to be like, oh, hey, like if we put a competitive hockey team out there, you know, winning solves all mentality. And like that's, A, not something you can that, – that winning is going to do anything to, to make go away. And, B, in a pure hockey sense, that's, that's stupid. Like you, you have a you're – you're, you're rebuilding, you're whatever retooling, whatever the hell you want to call it. You're rebuilding. And – Only in theory, apparently. You were – right. And, and – you had a timetable. You had one. And you said, screw it. We had one shortened season where we were like kind of better than we thought. And we just said, screw it. Let's go all in. And yep. you Welcome played the yourself. Blackhawks. You That's played yourself. Are. And I could not be happier about it. Oh, absolutely. It's amazing. Uh, we'll continue this conversation in a second, but first, I got to talk to you guys about betonline.ag. But I would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs through the playoffs as we get ready for uh, Matthew Stafford in his NFC Championship game. Nine um, Bet Online remains the number one spot for the all, all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code locked on to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. Bet is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online. Bet online. Where the game starts. <laughs> You're so <laughs> ridiculous, man. What? I, I do a good read. What can I say? You I do. No, I you do. You do. I, I, I never denied that. You do. But, um, <laughs> but, the the pause is is uh yeah I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a drama king I'm a drama queen and and that that pause that's got some drama to it where they don't know I, where I the game's gonna start unless I tell them it's true the and I, and I you know what I mean I think my favorite part is like if they're if if they're, it's a cliffhanger if you listen every day you know it's coming and you're like oh, oh it's a pump oh, fake oh. he gets you with it. he gets you with the MJ the one hand he gets you with the pump. One of these days, uh, when we're we're low on content, I'm just gonna wait ten minutes and then end the episode with where the game starts. Where the like game just starts. dead silence for ten minutes. 
And then you, right, you better mute more? this mic if you think I'm capable of doing that. Let me tell you better. You better figure out how to mute me if Can you think that? I'm capable of, capable of sitting here for 10 minutes without talking. I'm kind of curious now if I can mute you. I can actually, I could kick you out of the, the call. See, but that, that's, that's not the same effect. I could just minimize you on the screen. Yeah. Look See, at me. This makes me. This makes me feel important. Oh, does it? Yeah, it makes me feel big. I feel big every second of every day. It's because you are a large person. Like, <laughs> you are like what? Point. You're like what? Six I, foot five? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't need a. I don't. I don't need a a, a box on a screen to make me feel big. Let me. I'm, tell a, you. I'm a healthy national average five foot nine. <laughs> Very. <laughs> he said a healthy national average. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't we talking about the Blackhawks? Yeah, man, we got a game coming up. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. so how are we What's feeling about their, this game? Um, well, I mean, the the thing that we start every preview with in, in the world we live in currently is what their COVID situation Oh, I got that up. Um, they currently like. have nobody on COVID. They got a load of injuries. Um, well, really only three that are recent. Uh, I'm going to butcher this, but Juhar Kyra, Juhar Kyra, Riley Stillman, and Kevin Lankinen are all out. Kevin Lankinen being one of their goaltenders. Um, Lankinen's out week to week with a hand injury. Stillman's out day to day with a shoulder injury. And Kyra, Kyra, probably Kyra, is day to day with a back injury. So those are guys who j have recently been added to the list. Probably won't play. Could play, but probably won't. But none of them COVID-related. So uh, they're looking pretty healthy up and top to bottom. But honestly, after a Losing two games, two tough games. That first game against Dallas, we played really, really well, but just couldn't come out on top. Ned didn't have his best game. Then he came out and bounced back, but the rest of the team at that game didn't decide to play uh, against Nashville. A down-and-out Chicago Blackhawks team is what's, a team uh, up on. Absolutely. What's what's Taves doing now these days? Jonathan Taves ain't doing much, dude. He's 33 also, but he's he's uh, only got like 18 points in 40-some games. He fell off. He fell he off did. hard. He didn't play at all. Uh, well, yeah, he, he had that injury. That was, yeah, yeah, no, he he was out. I he did miss all the all the entire season, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. That's why Pew Suter played one C. Hell yeah, baby, one C Pew Suter. Let's you know go. what? And that Guelph Storm line is freaking lethal. I am it's, loving it's that. It's a beauty. I was so caught, like so tentative and so scared. So we're all in on on Bird in line two, right? Uh, dude, now we have two scoring lines. It's been amazing. Yeah, no, I, I, I was I was saying and it as, a, good, as, a, so. as an agreement. Yeah, no. Let's and go. like I said I, uh, yesterday, two days ago, whatever, um, you know, none of this is affecting Bert's PT. So like it, it, it you know, don't matter to him. Nah, like, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, you know, all that's changing is who he's on, uh, who he's on the ice with for a majority of the game. It doesn't anything, change how many his, minutes he's getting. He's getting the second line more minutes by being with them. Right, right, yeah, no, and and uh, and and now he's he's the biggest scoring threat on a line, whereas he was probably the uh, well, that's, that's a, a second that's, scoring. Yeah, guy. that that's a debate for sure. But but regardless, he goes from at, at least two to one. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, so yeah, no no uh, no problem for him. Um, Blackhawks are on a four-game losing streak. Also, just came off getting shut they out on stink. Monday. It's awesome. They Blackhawks suck. The Blackhawks suck. Stink. The Blackhawks suck. So uh, I've been so saying Ned, it so much. I'm gonna Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get capped now. Uh, oh. Ned, Ned, right? I would Gotta imagine. Be. I mean, if you're, I mean, like, your, we're we're not rolling anybody. Is there a Grice update? 
I got to imagine coming off COVID soon unless he got really wrecked by the virus. Yeah, I, I honestly be, haven't looked. I well, I mean, like, Ned's Nat, starting this game. Yeah, it's not exactly. a – Yeah, it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't no thing, baby. Ned's starting the game for sure. If Nedeljkovic is playing in back-to-backs but then gets three days off, there's no way he's not playing. Like, How crazy I, I is shocked. it? shocked. That we went from, like, like over the course of the season, we've gone from, like, oh, who's going to start this game, like, matchup-wise, and now we went to, oh, like – Ned's 1A and, and Grice is 1B. And so, like, you know, back-to-backs are, like, close games. And then we went to, like, Ned's going to start every game that's not a back-to-back. <laughs> and now it's, like, Ned might just start. Like, <laughs> Ned, Ned might just clear it the rest of the year, man. No, Ned, Ned, Ned might just run run table. He, he might just win all, win all the chips. It, it might just be over. Um, it is really nice. It's a nice feeling. It is. No, it's cool. It's, I it's, mean, it's real cool. Not discounting Jonathan Bernier's season last year because Bernier had a really good season last year, but it was very much a 1A, 1B situation last season. And coming into this season, even after drafting, or sorry, not drafting, trading for Alexander Nedeljkovic, my thought process was, well, Grice will probably get the bulk of the workload to start the season while they build up Nedeljkovic. Mm-hmm. And Nedeljkovic came in, was amazing right off the back. And like you said, we were like, okay, well, then it's a 1A, 1B situation. Or there was a split workload based on matchup, 1A, 1B. Now, then it evolved to Ned's going to get the bulk of it. Boom. Now Ned's just playing. It's just Nedeljkovic is net. Like, and why wouldn't it be? I mean, if you can play that yeah, well in the second No half, other option. And, and yeah. He's, yeah, he's a young buck. Like, why not, man? Why not? I, 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 man, I cannot wait for like two, three years from now when it's just the Ned and Kosa show. Man, I cannot wait for that day. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be glorious. But in the meantime, he's going to have Edvinson and Sider ahead of him. And... Yeah, so he won't get in the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah, he's got too good of a D. And uh, so so not not going to get into the Hall. Not gonna That's what you call full circle right there, Scotty. Yeah, that that is that is uh, where, where the game starts. Where let's, the let's game starts. Let's just say. Let's there just say. Go. Let's just say where the game starts. We better. We got to get some extra cash out of these, these live reads today, man. <laughs> We're killing it. What a show. We're, I'm gonna show. call up Bill Bar. Like you gotta, you gotta listen, boys. Like this was amazing. Where today. the game starts is bet online. I, I mean, the 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 Bill the Bill, the Bar, Bill was Bar one was was heat too, though. Yeah, you were you were eating them, eating them on air. I mean, my goodness. I was eating those dubs just like last uh, <laughs> the hockey games. Oh, I love you, Brian. Uh, I love you too, Scotty. Uh, oh, any fi- thoughts on this? We ball, baby. You know, we ball. We absolutely ball. Um, want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make Lockdown Bets your second listen. Um, the link has been removed, so I'm going to ad lib this as best I can. Um, Lockdown Bets hosted by your boy Q, and with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, they're your one-stop shop for all your gambling handicapping needs. expert Lee Sterling. Handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Um, Lockdown Bets, go listen to him, uh, Scotty. <laughs> well. <laughs> The, the link's gone, dude. I gotta ad lib that. He said, he said, go listen to him. Go listen to him. Lockdown bets. Make lockdown tigers your third listen. You know, no. Make them your first listen. Make us your second listen. Then make lockdown bets your third listen. Because Scotty honestly deserves it. Scotty has a great show over lockdown. I, tigers. I I do all right. I do all right. We'll be back with a game recap on Finally. Thursday evening. My goodness. Right. Wait. Yeah. Thursday, as my mind tries to yeah. figure out what day it is right oh, now. You we're, nailed it, man. You know, we're, we're good. good. We're good. 
Uh, same time, same place. See your team every day. Every day.